0: Time and time again, people come to Sage International Incorporated because they experience confusion about the entity or entities they have formed either on their own or through another service provider. If you do not understand how to obtain solid liability protection, effective tax reduction, or have never given any thought to the importance of exit or estate planning issues, then the Sage Facilitator Program was designed specifically for you. To learn more, call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 and schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. The Sage clients enrolled in the Sage Facilitator Program have discovered that this proprietary process creates tremendous peace of mind for themselves and their families. It's time for you to stop worrying by calling 775-786-5515 to learn more so we can help you today. Call Sage International now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla.
1: Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to our radio show. We have two outstanding guests in the studio today. We're going to be talking about the back office work that happens when there's properties sold, properties purchased, things change on title. Today we have two guests. Kaylee M. Work is with us. She's the Washoe County Recorder. She's going to be talking about, oh, the mission statement of the organization, of the... Uh, recorder's office and what it is exactly they do. There's a lot of mystery to people that are in the real estate world sometimes as to what they got besides doing recording. They must do something else. Yes? Well, we're going to find out today. Joining us too, Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva from Sage International. I'm sure she's going to have some commentary on the recorder's office too with maybe some good questions for us. We'll look at that plus the stats as to what's happening in northern Nevada and across the country in the real estate world. That and more after this. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young
2: children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency. Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for childcare for the last 17
3: years and I just started working at CSA about a year ago and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play.
2: Call 786-6023
0: the most productive hour of your week. Here is your host, Peter Padilla.
1: You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for being on our radio show today. I am getting ready for the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Yes, it's coming up Feb 22 through 24 in 2024. February. Yes, coming up fast. I'm getting my bees ready. They're out there exercising on the track, doing push-ups, getting all set up for that bee conference. They're going to show us what they do, how they make honey, all the good stuff and more. It's going to be a ton of fun. Get all the details at nevada state beekeepers.org with me in the studio today, Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva from Sage International. Sherry, welcome to the program.
2: Well, thank you, Peter. Always a pleasure to be here.
1: It's good to have you two here as well, Sherry. You don't come to our studio often enough. It only seems like when I've got a really outstanding guest That you're willing to take the time to come to see me. But you know what? I love that, too. Thanks for being with us today.
2: I appreciate it. Well, it is my suggestion that we invited Kaylee here today. Yes,
1: (laughs) I know it. Our guest (laughs) is Kaylee Work. She's the Washoe County Recorder. Welcome to our program, Kaylee.
3: Great. Thank you, Peter. I appreciate you having me.
1: I'm glad that you're here, too. You know, I ran across some of your marketing information that uh, I was uh, getting when I was up at the county, and you've got some great uh, handouts that people can learn about what happens At the office of recorder and i got to thinking if everybody could just get their hands on this information they'd have it down but i know kaylee not everybody has it so i'm glad that you're with us here today and sherry is here today too because well as many of our listeners know sherry and i work very closely with a lot of clients that come in and go out of sage international and i know sherry you have a lot of interaction with the office of the recorder as well
2: absolutely because the bulk of my clients are real estate investors and I form LLC, series LLCs, do all 50 states, mm-hmm. but a lot of work here in Nevada. And so one of the things that sets us apart is I don't hand someone their LLC and then go, hey, go figure out how to transfer title into it. I make sure that work is done. And mm-hmm. so I have a lot of interaction with the Washoe County Recorder, and I told Kaylee before we were in IR, she has a wonderful staff, very helpful, And I always enjoy going there. Not very often, because I do most of it through the mail. Mm. But when I've had to go in person, exceptional, uh, knowledgeable, and very helpful. So I just want to give her kudos for that.
1: Very nice. Kaylee is the position as Washoe County Recorder. Is that an elected position?
3: Indeed, it is an elected position. Uh Uh, We serve four-year terms. And I'm currently in the beginning of my second-year term.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. And so you've got... A good four years under your belt and you've seen things going on.
3: How do you think things
1: are going in the county from a perspective of the recorder's office? Does it run smoothly? Are there new upgrades that we need to make? Have there been some exceptional challenges? What's it been like
3: Yeah, it's been really exciting. So I've already been in public office now for five years. And I have to give... Thank you, Sherry, for making a comment earlier about my staff. I truly have a remarkable team. Mm -hmm. And they have gone on this journey with me the last five years. And we have implemented some really neat initiatives. I'm sure we're going to touch base on some of them today. But I will say it has been full steam ahead. And we have done some incredible work. And um, really good work for the public, too. So when you say how fast some of our processes are, mm-hmm. um, we are if pretty efficient. For those of uh, your listeners who have to submit records for recording in our office, I'm proud to say that we typically can turn those around same day wow. if they're completed um, accurately the first time. Mm-hmm. So we're really proud of that turn turnaround.
1: Yeah. Sherry Hill, you say you interact a lot with the Washington County Recorder's Office. Can you tell us what in what ways are you interacting with them?
2: Well, a lot of times, obviously, just the recording of deeds, but also searching and finding deeds already of record so that I can prepare the next deed is one. And the times that I've had to go in there is, and Kaylee, you know this, too. I mean, when people record deeds a lot on their own or who knows by who, their names are wrong. There's all kinds of weird stuff that gets recorded in these documents. Mm -hmm. And when you're trying to correct or fix things... Uh, that's why I've had to go down there with driver's licenses and proof that the person that is signing the deed is actually the person on title. It's been pretty interesting. So, you know, I know they can't correct and fix those things. You know, they're not there to to uh, to do that. But we got to make sure when we're recording documents they're correct and accurate.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Kaylee, tell us, when someone brings a document to be recorded at the recorder's office— Do you need verification of the authorization that that person has to record, or can anybody walk in and say, I want to record this document?
3: You know, we are an office, uh, um, we are authorized by statute, so we can't just pick up a document and record it if it's missing certain things. We talk about inaccuracies, so we don't check for driver's license or anything like that upon submission. We are a public record state, so you can Freely submit records for recording to go on public record if you like. Of course, there are things within statute that we are required mm-hmm. to ensure is complete. Mm-hmm. Um, things like your asses- having your correct assessor parcel number, legal description, your name of the grantor grantee wet signatures on on declaration of value forms so there are a lot of things that my staff looks out for before putting it on record to avoid any mishaps down down the road. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Sherry you've been uh, involved with a lot of cleanup work I know where you find things that have been recorded in whatever county across the country but it was not long ago that I had a similar issue myself in another state I was going through the county recorder's office and I saw a document that had been filed um, on a property that was being filed by somebody that was not even the owner of a property. So, uh, K- Kayla, why don't you tell me if, if somebody wants to change or transfer some ownership of their property and they bring in the document uh, showing that they want it recorded, again, do, mm-hmm. you che- do you check for identification that that person is who they say they are? Is that how that works? Well,
3: mostly for deeds, right? We're talking property transfers. Mm-hmm. Your records are going to require a public notary um, on those records. And so we ensure that if it's a Nevada state notar- notary that it checks all the boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's out of state, you know, those are other things that we we pay attention to. In the whole industry of recording, the recorders across the nation, we try to stay in touch through various associations that we're, that, uh, we're in. Mm-hmm. And from time to time, folks will flag, you know, inaccurate or falsified notaries coming from this country or that country. So we do have some red flags that we share internally amongst recorders that we try to watch out for. But in terms of authorizing documents for recording, we make sure that those have those notaries. Now there is a new, uh, semi new service we have called the Recording Notification Service. Are you familiar with that? I am. <laughs> Well, this is a product or a feature that we uh, recently, in the last couple of years, um, implemented for all the public. It's a free to use service um, to essentially get an, a free email alert right to your inbox mm-hmm. anytime a property, actually any record recorded in our office. And it's pretty much goes out same day. It's an automated message. Not only does it alert you to it, it also includes a link to that document in the body of the email. That is one of my favorite features um, because it tells you almost in real time. Now, this type of service, of course, would not prevent any document fraud or or any identity theft, anything like that. However, it would alert you right away if you're paying attention to your email. So like I said, it's a free service, and I highly encourage all homeowners in Washoe County to sign up for that.
2: Yeah, I, you know, there's a lot of television commercials about people paying for that, and so I was really excited when you guys brought this um, to us. Because, And I was I'm probably one of the first ones to sign up for it. Because I really believe that, you know, while, like you said, it can't prevent the fraud, if I have a heads up that day, it's a lot easier for me to deal with it than something three, four, ten years down the road. So
3: Absolutely, Sherry. And there's a lot of fear mongering out there. So if you're listening to, you know, uh, radio or TV infomercials, there's at-home title lock and other very similar um software companies, all they do is something very similar, and they're charging people, I believe, $15 a month for the same service to monitor your public records.
1: Right. It's really amazing. I'm glad you brought up that word, fear, because, Kaylee, I think so much of the world is driven by fear anymore, and somebody was going, if somebody can scare you into doing anything or not doing something, that's really the goal of these people that send out these these messages of fear. And- I feel like when we have something available from our local county, from our local Washoe County recorder, well, that takes a lot of stress off of my mind, and I know a lot of people here in the area, too, that they don't have to subscribe and pay these monthly fees just to take care of their own privacy and security. Something good coming from the Washoe County's Recorder's Office. This is fantastic. Sherry and I were talking about this not long ago, and it's a great service that you're offering. A lot like other things that the Recorder's Office offers in northern Nevada that many people don't know about. I know that you interact with a lot of people, obviously, in the real estate world, and we get tons and tons of real estate professionals in and out of our studio. When we come back from this break, I'm going to talk to you about some of the questions that I hear from the realtors. Hang on. We'll be back after this. A gratifying career as a CSA Head Start teacher or early Head Start teacher is your chance of a lifetime.
3: My name is Eileen O'Malley. I've been working with Head Start for about a year now. I love my job. I love my career. I love this company. Not only do I get to make a uh, good impression with children, I also get to be involved in my community. I prefer working at CSA for multiple reasons. Um, I have more support. I have more room for growth. And we have smaller class sizes. Visit the website at csareno.org.
0: That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International.
2: Save the date. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Enjoy world renowned speakers, educational presentations, hands on workshops, honey tasting, and bee photo contests, plus so much more. Learn from new and seasoned beekeepers. Inform, educate, and inspire. Register at NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, Feb 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, Yearington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County.
0: Here is your host, Peter Padilla.
1: And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm glad you tuned into our show today. We're always trying to keep people updated as to what the real estate economy looks like. And every now and then, we can give you some ideas on how to take advantage of situations that are here or maybe coming in the future. Well, you know, a lot of people are not buying homes right now, of course, because of high interest rates, high prices, lack of affordability, lack of availability. So... Because things always move up and down in the real estate world, we've said it always, it's always a good idea to be prepared for the next cycle. And you know a new cycle is coming to America. I predict that next year, in 2024, probably the latter part of the 2024 year, things are going to change dramatically in our country. We're going to see interest rates starting to go down, staying down, and we're going to see more optimism By America and American companies, and that's going to translate to optimism in American workers and American consumers. That means we have to be ready when those good times come our way. I have missed the boat many times, ladies and gentlemen, when I was thinking about good times coming and hoping they'd come. When they finally did, I was short on one very important thing money. Yeah, money. Now, I'm not talking about billions of dollars. I'm talking about having enough saved so that you can take some action when the economy changes, when your personal finance situation changes, uh, when interest rates change, so that you can make a move. You can get a deal going. You can start to think about buying real estate. I don't care if it's primary residence or investment property. You have to be prepared for those times when you can pull the trigger. And the best way to do that is to have some cash reserves. Saving money is a really important thing to be thinking about right now as we come to the end of 2023. It's not the year that I recommend going out and spending tons and tons of money, thousands of dollars, on expensive Christmas gifts that will probably wear out and be forgotten before the year is even over. What you have to remember is what's happening right now. A recent survey done by the USA Network found that you'll need about $65,000 more this year than you did one year ago to buy a house. That's more than 13% of an increase in just one year. And first-time home buyers would have to earn uh, that money to get a starter home. It's not for a, a, uh, a move-up home or a bigger home. It's just to get a starter home. That's according to Redfin, you know, that national real estate company, Typical starter home, sold for a record $243,000 this past summer, and that was up over 2% from the year before, and more than 5%, 45% up from before the pandemic. I hate that word, the pandemic. Do you remember that? It was just like the most horrible time. So many bad things happened during the 2000, 2001, 2002 crisis that came to us from overseas. Low housing inventory levels are causing home prices of lower-priced homes, despite all those high mortgage rates. They're they're continuing to go up because of the intense competition to find anything that people can afford. Three metropolitan areas, including our own local San Francisco, plus Austin, Texas, and Phoenix. There, uh, a homebuyer can get away with earning a little bit less. Uh, between anywhere between one and four percent than the previous year, and still be able to afford a home because those are areas where the prices have come down dramatically. But in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, a home buyer is going to need to earn twenty percent. to will make that correction. Twenty-eight percent more than a year ago just to get a foothold in the housing market. Obviously, people in Fort Lauderdale not a lot of young people not a long a lot of first time home buyers because prices are so high there regardless i have family in california i have family in florida and they all suffer because of high home prices and lack of affordability Now, for buyers searching for starter homes uh, in in today's market, there's really no such thing as a starter home anymore, says one of those Redfin senior economists. He defines affordable or starter homes as a home estimated to be in the 5th to 35th percentile by sale price. In other words factors such as annual income and the needed uh, the, what's needed to afford the starter home if a buyer is taking out a mortgage tends and spreads to be more than 30 percent of their total income for the housing payment now new listings of starter homes for sale dropped 23 percent from a year earlier, which was the biggest drop since the start of, again, that COVID pandemic. The number of starter homes in the market right now is down 15%, which is the biggest drop since the start of 2020. Now, limited listings and still rising prices have caused sales of starter homes to drop by 17% year over year in America. In some metro markets, though first-time home buyers don't need to earn quite as much as they did the year prior to afford a starter home again, those markets are San Francisco, Austin, Phoenix. A home buyer in San Francisco right now has to earn two hundred and forty one thousand two hundred dollars to afford the typical starter home now that's down like we've mentioned slightly by eleven thousand three hundred dollars from a year earlier, probably because so many people are leaving San Francisco I mean. The way San Francisco is being run as a city, it looks more like a dump site, a trash site. It's disgusting. Why today would anybody want to move to San Francisco when you can move to so many other places that are cleaner, drug-freer, and friendlier to the business environment? San Francisco, essentially, like California, they're intentionally running people out of the city and state. In Austin, Texas... Those buyers, they can earn ninety two thousand dollars, which is down three point3 percent over the year, and in Phoenix, home buyers have to earn eighty six thousand one hundred dollars, which is down slightly about one percent from the year prior in order to afford a starter home. Now, there are metros where the prices of starter homes have declined uh, the most, okay, with a median sales price down thirteen to point3 percent in San Francisco, uh, down 12.2% in Austin and down 9.7% in Phoenix. Starter homes are falling in those metros after skyrocketing, of course, the two years prior. The Bay Area prices soared when buyers started using record-low mortgages as an opportunity to jump into expensive uh, the markets, and Austin and Phoenix prices shot up with the influx of remote workers moving into those areas as they drove up the competition. So, Since then, of course, mortgage rates have more than doubled. Can you believe the pain? Oh, the pain of a doubled mortgage. And the demand for uh, remote work relocations, not as strong as it used to be. Many employers are asking their employees to come back to work. So what has that done? It's caused a cooling of the housing market in those big, big areas where they have lots of office spaces, lots of city streets, lots of apartment buildings. And lots of traffic Fort Lauderdale Florida those buyers need to earn $58,000 per year more to purchase a $220,000 home that's the typical price for a starter home there that's up 28% from just one year prior and that really is truly the biggest challenge in all of the top metro areas let's face it all across the country in our 50 states So, uh, when you compare Nevada to Miami, Miami looks like a pretty good deal. In Miami, buyers need to earn $79,500 to afford a typical $300,000 starter home. Do you think you can find a $300,000 starter home in Reno, Nevada? I think it would be really, really tough. Our median home price is over $500,000. Reno is in a high price market, ladies and gentlemen. You won't see that in a report. You won't see that in other markets because it traditionally has not been a high price market. But since about the mid teens of this decade, prices have gone up dramatically. Reno has been discovered. Thank you, Tesla, for bringing attention to Reno, Nevada, and Northern Nevada in general. So what happens? You have a ton of people moving here from other parts of the country. They all want to do the same thing. They want to change things here the way they were where they came from. That's the first thing. And two, they want to buy property. And when they realized the property was so much less expensive here than where most of those people came from, California, well, they started buying up properties like crazy. And what happened is there was a frenzy. Prices went up. Interest rates hadn't gone up that much, but prices just go up so fast, so fast because there were so many people coming and the construction couldn't keep up with it. Now we are where we are today a challenge for all home buyers. I don't care if you're a first time home buyer, a move up home buyer, you want to downsize in Reno, Nevada, you will probably pay more for your smaller home than you did for your bigger home. And your payments for your smaller home will probably be more than for your bigger home because the interest rates are so much different today than they were just four years ago. Let me say this to the people that really want to do something to make things better. Next year in 2024, I encourage you to think about your future, the future of America, and what we can do to create stability in America. When we have stability in America, we will get back to low interest rates, reasonable prices and reasonable interest rates so that the average American, the average American can grow and prosper. If you have any questions about real estate, real estate for investors, heck, if you just want to see about real estate for yourself and you need some help, some guidance, give us a call. There's no cost at all for our consultation to our radio listeners, 800-254-5779, or you can visit sageintl.com and ask for me, Peter. From Nevada Real Estate Radio, we'll be back with our in-studio guests, Sherry Hill from Sage International and Katie Work, Washoe County recorder after this.
2: While the kids are being cared for at Early Head Start, parents are able to maintain a job, go back to school, do whatever they need to do to support their family.
3: Hi, my name is Miss Camilla. I work for Early Head Start. I am in the baby room. I absolutely love it. I love
0: working with the babies. They are newborns to one-year-olds, and it's just very, very heartwarming. If you want a great job and love kids, come see us at Head Start and Early Head Start. That's 775 786 5515 to strategize with the wealth protection diva today. Call Sage International. The most productive hour of your week. Here is your host, Peter Padilla.
1: You're tuned into FM Talk, and this is Peter on Nevada Real Estate Radio. We talk a lot about what's good for adults you know, housing, interest rates, property values, and so forth but what's good for kids? It's a great education. That's why I'm talking about Empower Youth Foundation. You know, a lot of kids in school, they get behind a grade. Maybe they can't read very well. Maybe they're back on math. After a few years, you know what happens? They're two or three grades behind. And when that happens, they're in severe trouble. But there's an organization out that can help. It's called Fit Learning. And Fit Learning helps a lot of kids get caught up on their school, get caught up with their grades, get caught up with their classmates, and sometimes even get up ahead of them. But the problem is it costs money, like everything else, and a lot of underprivileged kids cannot afford it. That's why Empower Youth Foundation is come to the rescue. They send kids to the Fit Learning Program with your generous donations. Empower Youth Foundation is changing lives through the science of learning. You want to learn more? You want to really help? Visit the website, empoweryouthfoundation.org. With me in the studio, I have two lovely ladies as my guests today. Katie Work, Washoe County Recorder, is with us. I hope you're enjoying being with us, Kaylee.
3: Yes, I am. Thank you so much, Peter.
1: Also, Sherry Hill from Sage International. Sherry, you've got a big smile on your face. I know you're having a good time today.
3: Of
2: course, always. Loving the holiday (laughs) season? Yeah,
1: all good. So the County Recorder's office is really important to many of us in the real estate world. And, um, well, one of the things that... Everybody does when they are wanting to find out more is they go to the website. You have a very nice website with a lot of great information at the gov site. Kaylee, is that something you're involved with, spru- sprucing up and making sing and dance as well?
3: Thank you. Yes, I am. I have uh, My team really, we just actually went through an update on our FAQ page. So we're trying to maintain our website, ensure that the questions in different forms are mm-hmm. all relevant to what the public is asking for. Mm-hmm. Um, we also do a really, we have a survey that we send out to our those that we transact with and they give us a lot of feedback so um you know the the survey responses have been really overwhelming with Great positive information, but also um, good information to help us streamline what we put on our website because mm-hmm. what they're asking, like, for example, our statistics page on our website, we just added that this year, and that was based on a customer's request. Mm-hmm. They said, we want to know some stats about your office. And I said, well, we have all of that. Why don't we share it with you? Yeah, that's so, a great idea. Yeah, so we get some great feedback from our customers as well, and we, we do our best to update our website accordingly.
1: I notice one of the things you have on the front page is something called the Declaration of Removal of Disclimi- Discriminatory Restriction, which would remove racially restrictive deeds or covenants in property documents that still exist in Washoe County probably 100 years ago, 200 years ago. That's kind of an kind of unusual thing to see on the front page.
3: It is SB 368 was a bill that was passed earlier this year and this allows interested um, parties including homeowners who may have discriminatory language on their historical property records to go and request the court to essentially redact that information from their title history. If that is approved, the court would then in the future, we're we're expecting to see some of these in the new year here in Washoe County. Um, Those would then come to our office redacted and we would essentially record the new copy of that previously recorded document. Mm-hmm. I think that's a little bit of a mouthful, but yes, that is um, very new. Um, this was kind of an expansion of a bill that was passed that was SB 211 back in 2021. Uh, this the, the current legislation is an expansion, something that evolved on, on previous legislation. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, the big thing, of course, that the people in the real estate world... Uh, With the real estate radio show with the people that come and go we look at the homes and property tab on this website it's got the parcel search reports data all the all the all the nuts and bolts really of real estate transactions in northern nevada they're right here and it's an amazing resource that i think many people still struggle to find i think the real estate pros know where it is and the people like yourself sherry know what it is but the average homeowner the average resident of northern nevada probably like a whole new language, going to the gov website. But it is getting easier and easier to read. Again, I compare that to other sites that I visit across the country when we're looking at different properties. And that's one thing I'm really happy about Washoe County, at least the recording part, the background of what is going on in the offices. I've never heard of any major problems there.
3: Thank you. And actually, you just touched on something. Our search and ordering page is the Third most visited website out of the Washoe County agencies, and so you're right. We do have quite the amount of people who are frequenting that uh, that page Mm -hmm. on a monthly basis. Yeah, Um, and it is exciting. You're right. We've done a lot of work over the last. Five years to ensure that all of our property records have been digitized. So you think back to how we've evolved since the inception of Washoe County. I mean, we had paper books, the beautiful cursive handwriting, Mm -hmm. and then it went to typewriter. And then, you know, we started uh, printing and then we went to microfilm and microfiche. And again, we're evolving again. And now we have digital born documents, which is a a topic of discussion in the industry. What does that look like in 50 years, 100 years from now? And so we're having some great conversations around preservation, and I am very proud that in 2020 we were able to digitize um, all of our property records in Washoe County. So those are searchable. Some of them might be a little bit more difficult to find because you have to use a what we call a historical index module, and those instructions are on our website, Um, but it just, it gives me peace of mind knowing how many backups we have of those property records and knowing that they're digitized, so you can now search from home, Mm -hmm. and those frequent uh, searchers don't have to come into our office on a daily or or weekly basis anymore. They can search for those um, at the leisure of their own home.
2: Yeah, makes it really easy and convenient, I will say. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so building permits is another tab that's there and I I don't know that there's a lot of building going on right now but does that department uh flow kind of with the economy where uh you know you, where essentially things are hot and you need to have extra people in there and then suddenly Uh, slows down like it has now?
3: I imagine so. So permitting is done through our community services department. Um, I will say from a property perspective, our transactions are lower than I've ever seen them right now, specifically this calendar year. Mm -hmm. um, We're even lower than than what we did last year. So I imagine both residential and and I imagine for commercial that that probably mirrors what's happening in residential as well.
1: Yeah, I would imagine that the uh, Banking economy has a lot of impact on the recording economy. And Kaylee, looking at the recorder's office, there are many, many things besides real estate that you're involved with as well. Uh, one of the ones that I was looking at is marriages in Washer County. Now, many years ago when I was a, a young lad and I heard about Reno, Nevada, I heard it was the divorce capital of the world. And so I'm figuring that kind of makes sense. You know, you would think marriage is down, divorce is up. But the reality is people... Born and raised in northern Nevada, living in Reno all their life. Maybe they want to get married. They get married. It's recorded. But it looks like there aren't as many people. Is that really – am I reading this correctly?
3: You are, Peter. Um, Traditionally, over the years, it was – much easier to get married in Nevada. So we had a lot of Northern Californians coming over to get married in Reno, Tahoe over the years. And I think once California started making it a little easier to get married, we started feeling that impact here in Washoe County. we, like I said earlier, on our statistics page, we actually have marriage data there as well, and we have been trending lower and lower and lower every year with the number of couples getting married in our community. Mm-hmm. I don't know what is attributed to that um, over the last ten or so years, but um, we are hovering just just around six thousand a year, um, and that that's quite. The um, decrease from what we used to do in the in the 70s and 80s so it has been a big change we're no longer seen as a marriage destination and I don't know why hmm.
1: well you know I think a lot of people that I've talked to recently that wanted to get married they talked about going to Tahiti to get married I'm gonna get married in Barbados <laughs> maybe in Colorado or someplace and I'm just thinking Kelly that maybe people are traveling more that might be one reason that people aren't getting married as often in Reno uh, the other thing is, maybe they just don't want
3: to get married as, often, <laughs> as they used to. That you know? might be a factor, <laughs> absolutely. Well, but
2: that kind of ties because we used to have all those, you know, chapels, and a lot of those went away. I only know of one or two left, so yeah, that uh, that's part of that statistic. You can I'm have sure, a lot of fun so.
1: getting married if you're in Reno, Nevada. So maybe mm. we should put the word out. We need more <laughs> marriages in Reno, Nevada. Uh, I won't give that credit to their recorder's office, but (laughs) let's face it, that's where I get the the records. So other things that the recorder's office does that, well, people don't talk about too much. um, Well, let's talk about transfer tax. So are you involved in that process when somebody sells a property and a new person buys it and there's an element of transfer tax? Uh, Explain to us how that works.
3: Yeah, we are involved in that process. Um, We actually collect real property transfer tax on behalf of the State of Nevada Taxation Department. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes I, I get questioned, you know, why do I have to pay this and is there any way out of it? Well, sure, there are some exemptions that will exempt you from paying transfer tax. Those are listed in NRS. Um, but. Aside from that, I don't have any uh, any authority to make changes to RPTT, which is what we call real property transfer tax, and so we do follow NRS, and with each uh, property transfer. Sherry, you're mentioning those deeds that get submitted. With each deed is attached a declaration of value form, and that form is filled out in its entirety. Um, It has specific questions on there related to the type of property that's being transferred, the value of the home, and um, ultimately transfer tax is determined based on that. And uh, again, that's just something that we collect.
1: Mm -hmm. So how can somebody avoid paying transfer tax? Is there any way?
3: You know, there are some scenarios, um, you know, depending on uh, family stat, right? Like if you're transferring to a family member, Mm -hmm. there are some exemptions there that are related. There's 15 listed in NRS. Um, One fun fact, there was a law passed earlier this year that expanded exemption number one that states that if you're checking exemption number one, you you promise that you are not claiming exemption number 1 for the sole purposes of avoiding taxes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right.
3: Wow, you're great.
1: I love that. You really entertain too as well as educate.
3: <laughs> so that so that's a new one, right? And um, yeah, so like I said, there's 15 or so in NRS and those are those are per statute, so we cannot modify or make any exceptions to those rules. Well
1: I, well, I was thinking that one great way to avoid Paying transfer taxes by not transferring any real estate. <laughs> Just right? hold on to it. You roll on that real yep. estate. It's not going to go anywhere.
2: Were, Kaylee, were there any other laws that, you know, because a lot of them kicked in sometimes in July, then October and January. Is there anything else that we as the public, because we don't know what's going on at the legislature that directly affected the work that you guys do or real estate?
3: SP-368 that had to do with discrimination was a big one for us. Um, We do expect... especially here in washoe county because we do have that discrimination in our historical database so we are expecting um in, in fact there's a third party at the university of nevada reno is doing some research on that and we expect to hear from them after the new year um, so that sb 368 was a big one impacting recorders um there's one related to marriages and i believe that uh, was Senate Bill 211 that has to do with uh, name changing after your marriage and, uh, and cha- being able to amend your original marriage certificate and so that's in the shape of a new amendment type of form to a marriage certificate that's one that our office will is working with in conjunction with the county clerks um, and so that was another one that, that will be impacting us after January but um, I will say we had double, more than double um, of the the legislation um, that didn't pass. So we were monitoring over 30 bills out of the Recorders Association. And um, I, I think less than around 10 to 15 of them passed. Um, those were kind of the big ones.
2: Mm-hmm. So do you do uh, obviously connect a lot with all the counties here in the state? And you said there's a national... Uh, Recorders Association as well, but within our state and the counties, do you guys, I know, you know, years ago you passed every state uh, recording fee, you know, became consistent. That was awesome. Are there anything that you guys are talking about that
3: yeah one thing that um, the recorders have been talking about for the last uh, several years now has to do with confidentiality and so now I feel like we're in a we're in a different world right I mean Nevada is a public record state and one thing recorders are tasked with is um, you know those who want to be confidential on their public records and so now there is a process for them to seek that out through the courts um, NRS lists who is eligible to um, meet that confidentiality request. And again, we don't black out the document. We can't take the entire record off record or or anything like that, but we do have things that we can redact if a judge um, authorizes us to do so. It's pretty infrequent, but I can't tell you how many requests us recorders get from um, people saying that they feel like they're in a position in their job where they may be at risk or they may be in a, um, you know, there's just different things happening in people's lives and they don't always feel comfortable knowing that their property address is out there on the internet, right? Absolutely. And yeah. it's not just our public records, I mean, information's just out there.
2: Absolutely, um,
3: And so that's an area where we ha- frequently have conversations as the recorders um, here in Nevada is, you know, what can we do without crossing any lines of, of these public records? So we like to um, engage with um, bill sponsors early and have those conversations and also highlight, you know, what their intent is and actually what's happening um, because sometimes bills get passed and, and the pure intent um, isn't actually hap- occurring on the backside. So we try to watch for those in, in advance.
1: Yeah. Sherry Hill, thank you very much for being with us today. I hope you've enjoyed having Kaylee with us and talking about what happens over at the Washoe County Recorder's Office. And Kaylee, you have been fantastic too. You've really opened up my eyes just really to how um, how service-oriented the department is. And I think the fact that you were willing to come and talk to us on our show, be be here, take some time out of your busy schedule. Well, that says a lot about how you interact with the residents and the people of northern Nevada. I love that sign up for free recording alert. That's going to save people a lot of headache and uh, really maybe a lot of money if they're trying to sign up for any of those services that you hear about on the radio, on TV. The ones that scare you into thinking maybe my title is going to be stolen. Ooh, I better send that money in. Um, so... When when we are looking at the recorder's office for the future, do you think that the department, the office is big enough really to take us into 2024? Are there any employment opportunities perhaps in the recorder's office?
3: That's a great question. We are a pretty full office. We have one vacancy at the time, at the moment, mm-hmm. um, but we are a pretty decent-sized team of 23, mm-hmm. and right now we are just kind of waiting to see what the housing market will do. Yep. Um, you know, I always tell my staff, let's build out the office of tomorrow. How are we looking 10 years down the road mm-hmm. and predicting what our our the public desires from our office and let's start building that today. So we are always engaging with uh stakeholders in the industry to kind of learn about what's new and upcoming and how we can be early adopters.
1: Yes, yes.
2: So Kaylee, do you because you know I deal a lot with the Secretary of State and we're you know, have a system that is just ancient And same like you, you know, all these government agencies in our state are operating off 50-year-old systems and outdated and so on. And we had asked you a question. I mean, you have a technology background. Is there uh, any desire on the part of the legislature to fund some of these initiatives as far as, you know, upgrading your systems? Are you still sticking Band-Aids and lipstick on the pig?
3: thanks sherry we in in some of the county elected offices uh the legislature many years ago gave us a technology fund and so in a lot of ways we can be more advanced because we have a rolling technology budget which is very unique to local government so i cherish that fund and uh, we we very much try to protect it at all costs Um, but the cost of software continues to go up year over year and so that's something that we're looking at and as we add new features new product features and you know we always are trying to do you know cost benefit analysis what makes sense Uh, what makes sense for us in the future versus today Um, that's a question always on my mind Um, I would say, you know, how I prioritize things may be different from other recorders, but um, we we really look out for the preservation of our records and then also innovating, but not too fast. We want to offer the best services for, for the public.
1: Sounds great. They've got their app together at the Washer County Recorder's Office, don't you think, Sherry?
3: I do. I,
2: like I say. it's a joy every time I have to interact. And I love the fact that the database there is very searchable and I can always find what I need. And so, you know, just you guys are doing something well, so keep doing it.
3: <laughs> I appreciate that feedback. Thank you so much.
1: Mm-hmm. We interact with a lot of entrepreneurs here at Sage International, Kaylee. And I think when you run a department like the Washoe County Recorder's Office, it's kind of entrepreneurial in its own right. It's like a little business of its own because you have to keep track of the people coming and going, the money coming and going. Everything has to be nice and tight. So after four years plus, you've obviously done something well there. Maybe you've made some improvements. Uh Sherry had a guest on her radio show not long ago and she was talking about the importance of joy and laughter in the workplace. Sherry, that was an awesome show that you did. I still remember it. So I have to ask Kaylee the same question. Is there joy and laughter in the Washoe County Recorder's office?
3: (laughs) There is joy and laughter, but there needs to be more. You know, we're always looking for opportunities to uh, experience more. And one thing we implemented this year was we have a motivation team. So it's a small committee in our office, and they are up to So I think on Wednesday, oh, gosh, that's tomorrow we have to bring in baked goods tomorrow oh gosh I don't know what my recipe is right (laughs) Uh, some holiday cheer yeah we we're having fun and we uh, kudos to the to the motivation committee because they keep regular things regular events on our calendars and we we do have a blast in there and this week we are heavily um holiday decorating so if you're in this week be sure to check out our holiday decoration
2: well, the other thing, you, you deal with the general public, and most of the time in dealing with the general public, it's not everybody coming in with um, easy, right? A lot of frustration. And, and one time I was in the recorder's office, and another gentleman came in, and he was just like all over the gal, right? Just he's mad, he's upset, life just, you know, tanked for yeah. him, and he's sharing all and I'm just sitting there and and she just handled it like a pro and so here again anytime dealing with the general public we don't mm. know what just sure. happened five minutes before this show sure. showed up so so here again you know just as our listeners out there it is not the washoe county recorder that's causing your issues come in and you know to show a little respect you know a little
1: talking a ta- chatter <laughs> right. and before long you, you really get it get it resolved that's why there are professionals in the world, so they can deal with these challenges in a in a calm and uh, pleasant manner.
2: Absolutely. We are
1: always looking for positive things, too, at our world, Kaylee, to talk about. And uh, you mentioned, you heard me mention earlier on the show, we are beekeepers at Nevada State Beekeepers Conference as our guest today. And in our promotion of the 2024 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, which is happening Feb 22 to 24, I am presenting you with a jar of... Bistro honey,
0: Beautiful. and that that
1: honey was prepared by our other guest, Sherry Hill, in her own backyard. Isn't that great? That uh, we have local honey producers like this.
2: We do. That's wonderful. So enjoy that's that you know where it came from. I know. Our love our backyard. So thank you so oh, much. You're welcome. And Sherry,
3: I'll have to catch up with you because I've always wanted to be a beekeeper. Oh,
2: perfect. There's the conference. Okay. Attend that. <laughs> so So Kaylee, just uh also, I mean you guys such have such a powerful website. I wanna make sure people know the website because there's a lot of information and some of the things that you guys do, you know, most people don't know, like filing and recording homesteads, which is hugely important for anyone that owns a personal residence and things like that. So hit on some of the things that most people aren't aware that you do.
3: Well, thank you. We we record and permanently preserve records that are recorded in our office. And so uh, part of that task and, you know, is looking at Not just what is newly submitted to us, but how do we maintain and preserve what was submitted to us years and years and years ago? And so a new uh, thing that we're looking at is our library. Now that these property records are digitized, uh, maybe we don't need um, the library being... You know, shuffle through book and book, page by page. Maybe we should start um, protecting those documents a little bit more and preserve that beautiful paper and, and cursive handwriting. And so, we're looking at some preservation methods in the future for that. Um, and you know, we we uh, we just want to be there um, to provide. Um, the services the public needs and again we are always open for feedback because we don't have all the answers we don't know what the public expects from us we can just do our best with um, the guidelines that we are given from statute any new ideas we are open to considering those and so I highly encourage our frequent visitors to fill out a survey and give us that feedback or just come by Uh, you can share with me um, in person or by email my email is kwork at WashoeCounty.gov, and again, K Work at WashoeCounty.gov.
1: I love that. I think everybody should have the same last name as Kaylee Work. (laughs) Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Thank you for being with us today.
3: Thank you, Peter. Thanks for having me.
1: You're welcome. Sherry Hill, thank you, too. Hope you come back and visit with us again.
3: Oh, I think I will. All right.
1: Maybe I'll get a
2: jar of honey.
1: (laughs) Well, maybe if you give us a good, yeah, you might get something. I'd like to thank my listeners for tuning in as well. We're on the air again next week. Same time, same station. Tell your friends and family, too, to tune in, and then they can make a great deal when it comes time to buy or sell or record real estate. Until then, goodbye, everybody.
0: You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at radio.com. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International.
2: Next time on The Sherry Hill Show, my guest, Fred Gleek who's written a new book, Dynamic Equity Integration. He's going to show how every coach or consultant can get a piece of the action on each deal they make, which is what we call cashing the checks in your head and put that intellectual capital to a good revenue stream. The Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. and Sundays at 1 p.m. on 93.7 FM. The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified.
3: This is Kaylee Work, Washoe County Recorder, and I want to wish you a very merry holiday season and a happy new year.